Welcome to episode 34 of Talk Ain't Cheap. This is a podcast about Cameo. My name is Jensen Karp. I'm Danielle Fischel Karp. And we are the only working couple in all of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Week after week coming back with this podcast against our better judgment, just focusing on the celebrities getting paid to give you messages over the internet. That's what we do. That is what we do. Okay. And that's what they do. They okay. give you messages over the internet. Then good start for the show. Absolutely. So far, 100% truthful, minus the lie that we're the only working couple mm, in Hollywood. Give or take. Okay. All right. Listen, there was a new celebrity's email that went out. Valentine's Day just passed. Yeah. Just we, we are just past Valentine's Day, but boy, was this a focused holiday for the app and website. Yeah. Nothing says romance like sending a celebrity to say happy Valentine's Day through the internet. That's right. If you could get Stephen Baldwin to say something sweet, well, then you do it for your loved one. Happy birthday. God bless you. Exactly, Stephen. Um, so let's talk about some of the celebrities that they pushed at the last second for people who were last minute shopping for Valentine's Day to spice up their romantic holiday. Okay. All right. So they promoted model and former WWE wrestler Candice Michelle. Okay. Someone I worked with closely back in 2005 when I worked over there. Country music singer John Party. Okay. Uh, comedian and blackish actor Dion Cole. Great. Very, very funny. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball legend, but not on Seinfeld, New York Mets Mookie Wilson. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And actress from the show Sabrina on Netflix, and a name I think that we know from MTV, maybe Vanessa Rubio. Mm, I think she I was don't know. a singer Is... at one time. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't think that would probably have been a good one to buy you. No. Did right. you did you get that for me? No. No. Oh, okay, good. I definitely didn't. Good. Okay, good. S- sorry, Vanessa. I still paid. Okay. So very exciting news in the cameo world, which I can't say every week, right? No. Every week's not necessarily exciting. Right, Vanessa Rubio. Here is a very exciting piece of news. There is a brand new cameo feature in an email with an obvious marketing tie-in for an upcoming movie called Breaking News in Yuba County. It's released this month, all right, on digital and in select theaters. I've never seen any type of advertising in the emails, and I think they've done a pretty good job at figuring out a way to get paid by studios and still be cameo. Okay. All right. So what they did is for Valentine's week, you could have paid for a pre-recorded video message from the movie stars Allison Janney or Bridget Everett. Okay. You pay only $10 from Allison Janney. You get a generic message, right? No name on it for someone you have a crush on. And then from Bridget for $10, you get her breaking up with your partner for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you get like okay. the, the, the angel and the devil person. Okay. So portions of the, the $10 go to the Trevor uh, Project for right. Allison Janney, COVID-19 relief for Bridget Everett. The charities were picked by them. And this appears to be the first large scale marketing campaign and what I would assume to be the first of many. So do you think I want to I just always like to know how this really works. Mm-hmm. Did they just have Allison and the other woman who's Bridget Everett who's so Bridget, funny, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did they just have them record one message to the camera and that's the one message they send out to everybody who pays $10? Yes, and okay. that would be in my opinion the way to get bigger celebrities to do it. Like if, right. if Ryan Reynolds has a brand new, you know, movie coming out, he yeah. just has to do it once and then money goes to charity. True, but it's not. It's definitely not the same. Like my best friend Jamie, yes. as you know, is a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Oh, yes. If Ryan Reynolds was on the website for even five minutes, mm-hmm. I would have to pop on and get her one. Okay. But if it were just, hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, I mean, she could watch that on the internet, watching him promote a movie. He's going to have to say, hey, Jamie, it's Ryan Reynolds. Really? 
love that you're a fan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's be less dumb about this, shall we? Yeah, I do think it's semi-dumb, but I do also think it's kind of a cute way to raise money for charity. But beyond anything, 100% Cameo is making money from the studio that is releasing the movie. Oh, yeah, which, so sure. That's the first time. I don't think they've done that before. Okay. Well, so let's see how it worked. There you go. They also sent out an email celebrating Black History Month, spotlighting some great celebrities on the site, hoping to elevate some of the black celebrities and voices. Mentioned in the promotion, Bargain Club member Dougie Fresh, Ooh. which is a good one. Ghostbusters and Hand the Rocks the Cradle star Ernie Hudson, uh, Olympian Gabby Douglas, Bachelor Nation's Mike Johnson, and Suits actress Gina Torres. Not Meghan Markle. No, she is mm. the suit star that has not yet signed up for Cameo. Oh, interesting. I will set an alert for when she does. Now, question I always ask, have to do it. There's no way you remember this week's rollover. I, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely no, not. No, I was going to say I try, but I there's zero possibility. <laughs> if I remind you that this person pretended to be in the towers in 9-11, would you remember who it is? I didn't remember who, I didn't know who this person was when you <laughs> said it. Is it Kazamazarian? Something, it's some last name like that? Not Kazamazarian, but his name is Steve Ranazisi. Ranazisi. Very okay, close. see, close enough. Okay, we, we found out last episode, he is $125. Okay. All right. So there are 63 reviews for Steve. Jeez that Louise. That is a lot. Five stars, baby. Okay. All right, which he doesn't have in his normal life. Like That's <laughs> just a cameo response. Uh, his turnaround is 21 hours. If people are like you, uh, don't know who Steve Ranazisi is, let me let me break it down for you. He played a character named Kevin from The League. Okay, that was a TV show about a bunch of guys and women who were in a fantasy football league. Very funny show. Starred former guest on this show, uh, Paul Shear, as well. Yeah, Okay. we know Paul very well. That's right. But he is best known for telling the world that he worked at Merrill Lynch on the 55th floor of the World Trade Center's South Tower on 9-11. Okay. Yeah. He told this story uh, as like a firsthand account of escaping the building after the first plane hit the North Tower across the way, saying that that very day was when he decided that life was too short to waste opportunities, and it was the spark he needed to abandon his desk job and pursue a comedy career in Los Angeles. Now, that is quite an origin story, right? Like, if you heard that- Yeah. On I mean, that's, that's massive. Podcast or in an interview, like, those are things that would make you kind of- more popular, people would be looking out for what you I mean, do you're next. definitely going to get more press yes. when that's your story. Well, here is a piece of the press. That, okay. A quote from it. He said in one interview, I still have dreams of like, you know, those falling towers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, and after repeating this a few times on podcasts and magazines, one reporter started looking into it and found out that in reality, Ranazisi was not in the tower, mostly because Merrill Lynch has no record of his employment and, and they've never had offices in either tower. So, I mean, not enough research. <laughs> uh, he would then admit that he was lying, saying it was inexcusable and he was truly, truly sorry. He would lose his job at the time with Buffalo Wild Wings, which he was appearing in commercials for. And honestly, he sort of disappeared from all mainstream gigs. He's kind of stayed in stand-up, showed up on Comedy Central a few times, maybe is a very small part in a TV show. Mm -hmm. uh, but the other thing that came out during that time was that his wife had to go along with the stories because she was around back then, so she would know it no. wasn't true. Yeah, And she just did it anyway. I guess. I mean, no one ever really figured it out, but I mean, it, they, were, they were dating in 01, so she would know the truth. He also said something about her being, I think, in the tower, like near the tower or something. And that, that turned out that she actually was a temp for one of the companies in the tower, but was not there at 9-11. So another kind of fake story he had made up. Oof. Um, there are a bunch of these stories in the world, just so you know. Steve Ranzisi is not alone in sort of the fake out 
9-11 story. There's a great documentary about it as well, about people who did it to either just raise money or get sort of that like attention that some people get mm. by faking things. So a question I had when we brought him up in the cash game is what are people buying these cameos for? Right. And and what are they doing? Like, what is he doing in them? Right. Are they just huge fans of the league? Maybe. All right. So people have obviously shown their anger towards him over the years, most notably and famously Pete Davidson on Twitter, who lost his father on 9-11, wasn't necessarily super mean, but was like, could you explain yourself? What are you doing? Right. Um, And then uh, from what I know, the backstories that ran as he called Pete Davidson and talked it out. But I mean, we got to get into his cameo. Okay. Like, what are people into here? What is Steve Ranazzisi talking about? Well, let's start with his intro. Here he is on Cameo. Hey, everybody. It's Steve Ranazzisi here. I am on Cameo. So I'm here for you. If you want me to send you a message about your fantasy football team, about your team, about how your other friend's team sucks, about how you suck, if you have a question for me, if you want me to send you a message to your mother for her birthday, or to your uncle in prison. That's what I'm here for, all right? Whore myself out to you guys. Here we go. Cameo! Not sure I would bring up prison if I was Steve Ranazzi. <laughs> no. Just something I don't think I'd bring up. Okay, he is leaning into fantasy football, it appears. Okay? Okay. And that makes sense because so much of the samples that I see, uh, especially anyone who's even somewhat sports-related, is about your fantasy league. A lot of, like, draft order a lot of rubbing it in the face, a lot of congratulating the winner. So if you know of the league, Steve would be kind of a nice fantasy football. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. But you do have to ask yourself, have they Googled him at all? Like, do they know that? There are people on Cameo who've done (laughs) way worse. worse. Yeah, Ray Lewis is like, what are you talking about, Jess? So (laughs) I don't think there are that many people who, if they are into fantasy football, are like, Right. Well, I'm super into fantasy football, but I'm not going to ask that guy. Right. So I, I'm. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. That is a very good point. Like if you're into, if you're like allowing Roger Stone to be on the website. Right. Ranazzisi is much lower on the. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see the people who sprung the money for Steve. This first clip is for Rachel and Steven booked it for a reason they probably aren't proud of. What's up, you sippers? It's your boy, Steve Ranazzisi. Ah, this message is for Rachel and Steven. And it's booked by Pat Balthrop. Balthrop? I hope I got that right. Uh, you guys, another successful fantasy football season in the books. What a dumpster fire of a year, right? But, Steven, you finished last. You finished last. And someone has to, but it was you. And Rachel, you finished second to last. And granted, it probably wasn't your fault. And granted, you, your best players got COVID or got hurt. But nobody gives a f- because you guys suck at fantasy football. Um... Thank you to all of you for watching the league. We appreciate it. You guys call your league the Taco Corp, which is appropriate. So maybe next year it'll be better. Maybe next year it'll be worse. But we're still going to do it, right? So to all of you. So he is extremely leaned in to the league. Uh, All those are callbacks. Taco is a character on the show. Uh, the sort of expletive he started the thing with. All that stuff is uh, from the league. It is full football here. And I also got myself a new clip, which is nice. So, to all of you. <laughs> I don't know what it means. No. Don't know it from the show, but I'm going to use it as a drop from now on. Uh, so, if you're a Steve Ranazzisi, Cameo is kind of a dream. 
Because Especially if you're charging $125. Yeah, it's for that. Oh, my gosh. I will say, though. This is maybe the worst deal on Cameo? Okay, hold on before you make that judgment. We are currently watching a television show called Search Party. Yes, we We, are. We we have loved most of it. Uh, Seasons one through three, we thought were pretty much the best show on TV. Uh, There is something without any spoiling where there's a character who is so much happier without having to deal with their past, right? Mm-hmm. They found a way to sort of forget the bad things they do. Cameo is kind of Steve Ranazzisi's, uh version of this. I don't think he has to forget it. I think he's just literally choosing not to acknowledge it. He's which just is good. Like, yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which I understand, but like he gets to focus on just the fantasy football aspect of exactly. his career, which is a very good thing to do, and it doesn't bring up the bad stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's like if OJ only talked about football on here. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, another football reference. Yeah. Ray Lewis, Steve, right? a lot of football here. Okay. So the second clip is uh, for a birthday party between husband and wife. What's up, you guys? It's your boy, Steve Ranazizi. This message is for Ray Dix. I hope I'm saying that right. And it's booked by Sarah Dix. Wow. Your husband, Ray. Ray, let's talk about you. You're turning 38. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Oh, what a year it was, right? What a dumpster fire of a year. You guys got stuck this summer in an RV quarantining for three weeks with no air conditioning because you drove her cross country for surgery. My God, what is this, a romantic comedy? Pump the brakes, Ray. You're making the rest of us look like all right? I hope everything worked out with the surgery, guys. I hope, uh, you know, things went well. And, you know, by the way, that's a lot of filth in three weeks to watch the whole leak that every every episode it's a lot to consume so i hope you guys are doing well let's hope this year is better than last year right and to all of you such a weird ending uh drove cost country for his wife's surgery so sweet it's a very nice thing. yeah very nice thing to do uh they watched the league so this cameo i guess makes sense again they probably did not use the google machine uh, this third clip is again a birthday message, this time for a surprised fan, I guess, or I don't know. Let's see. Hey, Pete, it's Steve Renazizi, a.k.a. Kevin from The League. Hello. Uh, I, um, I'm here because I wanted to send you a message. I know that you and your, uh, your dad used to watch The League a lot and you loved it. And I also heard that you had a birthday coming up. You're going to be 11 years old. Happy birthday to you. It's your birthday today. Um, this is going to be a great birthday, all right, buddy? You're never going to forget this, okay? Thank you so much for watching the show. I'm very, very uh, happy that you're going to be 11 years old. You shouldn't be watching the league at 11, but okay, that's fine. To each his own. Uh, happy birthday. Thank you very much for watching the show, and be awesome, brother. An 11-year-old. I was surprised would even care about Kevin from the league or watch the league at all. Uh, now, I have a big question to ask you, and I think this is really... This is the intersection for this cameo and for the grading. Do you think that he is ignoring requests of people who mention 9-11? No. You don't think it comes in? No. Huh. No, I don't know. First of all, if you dislike somebody for something they did, why are you going to give them $125? Well, some people do that. We've, we've ran into that with a little bit of the Sean Spicer and... Uh, you no, know, but those people like him. They're well, not, they don't dislike him. That's not 100% true. I have seen some cameos. I don't know if we've played them yet on the show. I don't think so. But I have run into some where they will take the money and say in there, I'm not going to say that, blah, 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 blah. Like Tommy Laren does that a lot in her cameos where it seems like the haters want her to say something. And those, then she I won't. still stand by the fact that those people like them. Right. Oh, for some reason, even if it's like a like hate. Yeah. Okay. They, they like them. All right. All right. I would never, ever pay for a cameo from someone I thought 
was not a good person. Okay. Like I just, I no, not necessarily not a good person because we're all, aren't we all bad people sometimes? <laughs> this is really bringing us into a quadrum of what we have in our lives. But like, I would ne- like I would never, for someone that I actually think, no, you did a bad thing. Mm. I would never give that person money. Like okay. that's, we just, that would not happen. I can't imagine that anybody is going to be like, hey man, do you want to explain yourself? They're probably, <laughs> if if they mention it, they have already decided what he, they un- their understanding of it. Right. He did do that, that Comedy Central show, Roast Battle. Mm-hmm. He did it after this whole thing. And obviously every joke well, was about that. It so sounds like he apologized. Yes. And, and ultimately... He didn't murder somebody. Correct. He didn't really, his lie didn't necessarily hurt. It hurt people who were impacted them, you know, like Pete Davidson, people sure. who were impacted by 9-11 the way he said he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he came out and apologized. And, you know, I don't know, maybe the majority of people have said, okay, he Whatever. lied. It yeah. sucks. But okay. he apologized and I now forgive him. And I love him on the league. Yeah. And I love him on the league and I'm only interested in him for Fantasy football. Well, 90% of his cameos are about Fantasy League, so that you probably have right. Uh, some mentions of trades that they had, mostly just roasting people who came in last or gloating for a championship. It is a very specific type of cameo, which brings us to the judging. $125, 63 reviews, a ton there. Five stars, baby. 21-hour turnaround. What do we think about comedian Steve Ranazisi? I have absolutely no idea how or why. Mm-hmm this person could be worth $125. Okay. I am flabbergasted. This was a not like a primetime, top-tier, extremely popular TV show. No, it went on for a lot of seasons, though. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm not saying it doesn't have fans. I'm yes. just saying it's not like it's, you know, a Shonda Rhimes show. No, it's not Seinfeld. No. Right. $125 is a lot of dollars. Yeah. And especially to be talking about fantasy football most of the time. I would have expected him to be somewhere between 50 and 75 bucks. Okay. 50 and 75. And his cameos are not long. Mm-hmm. They're 20 to 30 seconds. I've cut a little bit, so maybe give him okay. a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's referencing things from the show, which I'm sure people like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say 60 bucks. So, Shiva Kamini Soma Kanda Graham to all of you. Yeah, I mean, he's still excited. Yeah. Uh, I. I'm with you. I have him at 75. We are getting closer and closer to nailing uh, the yeah. number every week. I have him at 75. He's a he's a great character comedian on the show. I obviously there's a bunch of controversy in just booking him. Uh, but I mean, if people don't know that or care, like you said, it's a good place for him to kind of do work and have a bit of a rebirth without dealing with the controversy. Right. I, I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of nice that people could come on this. And like you said, if they're not a murderer or someone who's committed a crime, it would be a good place to go and just find your fan base. Yeah. So, okay. We have them at 75 bucks. 75 bucks. Could be worse. Uh, let's move in to our next celebrity. Are you ready for an NBA Hall of Famer? Yes, please. Welcome to Cameo and our podcast, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh, how much do you think basketball superstar Dennis Rodman is? $500. He is. $750. Okay. Okay, a lot of money there. Okay. Uh, 37 reviews. What do you have his star rate at? 4.7. Ah, no, 4.5. Wow, worse what? than I thought. <laughs> One of okay. the worst we've ever had on the show. His turnaround is four days. Okay. All right, this Ugh, is four days. a five-time world champion with the Michael Jordan Bulls. This was recently chronicled in the extremely popular ESPN special, The Last Dance. He was also on the Lakers where he won championships. Two-time Defensive uh, Player of the Year, seven-time rebounding champion. He is the probably the most, uh, I guess, louder-than-life personality in possibly sports history. 
John McEnroe might also be is up there. Right, up there. He's but this is like the NBA's original bad boy. Yeah, I agree. The NBA's original bad boy for sure. Yes, he is uh somewhat toxic, uh, unless he's extremely coached, right? Phil Jackson mm-hmm. and really was one of the only guys to really reel him in. Uh, he disappeared for days while he was on the Bulls. High profile relationships with Madonna and Carmen Electra. Big partier, uh, wore dresses before that was considered cool. Different colored hair was mm-hmm. his signature. Uh, over the past decade, he's also turned heads by forming a relationship with North Korea and Kim Jong-un, yep. traveling there to play basketball and sort of uh, praising him, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get right into his clips, though, because there's a lot here. Uh, he does videos from what appears to be a high, uh, like a high floor condo. Okay. Very high up. Windows all around him. We hear a bit of the highway nearby, so keep that in mind. Where do we where do we think he's he's living? I believe he lives in Huntington Beach area. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think he might have a house somewhere else also, but I think these are from Orange County. Okay. Uh, the first clip is for someone about to get married, and the groom's friend wants a little bit of relationship advice from, of all people, Dennis Rodman. Okay. Hey, what's going on? See you, D Rod here, Dennis Rodman. You know me, brother. What's going on, baby? You know what? I guess your boy Jerry to book this whole thing for you, man. I, I want to say some really cool shit about being married and relationships. Ha. What a better person to ask than Dennis Rodman, right? Let's see marriage three times. Didn't work out too well. <laughs> relationships? Oh, man. What shall I, what shall I start? Mm. So far, so good. Got a birthday coming up in uh, May, but I'll be 60 years old. Can you imagine that? Hey. Lived a hard life, brother, and a great life. But you know what? Marriage is a good thing if you can maintain it and obtain it. But you know, we're in the 21st century right now, brother. It's 2021 right now, bro. So far, it looks looks so good for everybody in the world. But you know what? Things are changing. Times, good times are coming. So anyway, man, relationship, man, make the best of it, brother. You know what? We've been on this earth for so long, man. But either way, man, love is good, man. Love is good. Hey, man, marriage, relationship, man, it's up to you to fail. Love is good, brother. Some crazy stuff in there. I mean, he said he wanted some uh, relationship and marriage advice, (laughs) and then he said relationship and marriage 60 times each. And man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, I don't think he says anything there. Well, you know what? Here's what I'll give him credit for. Mm -hmm. They obviously asked somebody who doesn't have a good track record with relationships and love Mm -hmm. to give him love advice. He was like trying his best to have something positive to say, but also wanting to keep it real, like acknowledging, I know I may not be the best person for this. So he basically was like, listen, hope better luck to you is really the message of that is like, maybe you'll be better at this than I was. Well, you did it much better than he did. You didn't say (laughs) man once, which is annoying. Uh, All right. This second clip is for a high school graduation, uh, a message from Dennis Rodman. Hey, what's going on, guys? The real brothers, huh? Hey, man, I heard you guys love my story. Kind of cool, right? How about the last dance? That's pretty cool too, man. But either way, man, I want to congratulate all you guys for graduating high school, man. Hey, man, must love always, man. Make sure, man, this coronavirus, man, is going to be over soon, guys. Good luck in college, guys. Dennis Robin, man. Congratulations. Okay. couple things. One, when do you think that cameo was recorded? Uh, let's see. He thinks the coronavirus is going to be over soon. Yeah. I think it was uh, July of last year. It was April. April, <laughs> was April right after year. it started. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so he didn't get that right, much like marriages. Lots of mans, again. He does that with another word, which we'll learn in a second. Uh, so I want to read you some of the bad reviews. Okay. Okay, 4.5 stars, very low for us. Uh, one star review, very disappointing, generic, zero effort. Right. Okay. 
Uh, another one-star review. He never did the cameo and didn't respond to any messages. Very disappointing. Okay. Three stars. Do you think he took that person's money? I, I don't know. I don't think you can leave a review unless oh, okay. you have, Ooh, have Unless your money been has charged. been... Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Three-star review, pretty weak. All, All right. right. One critique I did see a lot in the negative reviews, because there's other ones, was that he was hard to understand. Mm, okay. All right. I pulled this next clip just to prove what they're talking about to make them you know, seem somewhat credible. This next clip is a business congratulations. There are some real runs of confusion. Also, welcome some boomer silence up top. My time. It's your boy, Dennis Robin, man. You know that guy from The Last Dance? Hey, that was a hell of a, hell of a thing, wasn't it? Hey, thank you, Michael Jordan, and all the guys, Scott Equipment, Phil Jackson, Love and Scooter, brother, as you know, but I'm the only friendly word on cyber. Okay, now that that's now I, I Brother is the other word he does this with. Right. Okay. I'm I'm gonna tell you here. I, I need some help. Okay. What is this? As you know, but I'm the only friendly word on cyber. Now I okay. I've played these for you before and you've nailed it. I've read you go, how did you not know that? This one I've listened to 30, I actually have the number here. I've played it 36 times. Okay, play it one more time. Here we go. As you know, but I'm the only funny word on cyber. So. I'm the only funny worm. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) Well, his nickname's the worm, Danielle. Okay. I'm the only funny worm on. All right, here we go again. As you know, but I'm the only funny word on cyber. On cyber? Maybe on the internet? He would never say that. There's no way that, that naturally he would say on cyber. There's no <laughs> way. He's not the lawnmower man. Okay, hold on. Here we go. As you know, but I'm the only funny word on cyber. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Pomeranian longhorns. <laughs> right. Okay, here it is again. As you know, but I'm the only funny word on cyber. Okay. What? I think worm is in there. I mean, that's crazy that you called that because that is his nickname and yeah. you didn't know. Okay. I'm the only... I think it is, it's either funny or friendly, friendly worm, worm? friendly but worm on, on cyber. Well, we are open to suggestions. Go ahead and tweet okay. at us at Jensen Carper at Daniel Fischel. Let us know what you think he says. I'll play for you one more time. As you know, but I'm the only funny worm on cyber. No idea. All on right. Cyber. Okay. Let's keep the clip going. I heard you're really huge Bulls fan. You love basketball. Hey, I heard you're a CEO, brother, and you kick it ass, man, for your sales. You know, you're a heart of a champion, head of a leader, Hall of Fame level. You know, you care about your employees and your culture. Work hard. You play harder. But good luck, man. 2021, brother, on growing and and all the things you're doing. If you question the numbers, brother, and all your sales, what you're doing, brother, stay a great CEO, man. Take care of your employees, brother. That's the most important thing in 2021, brother. Good luck, brother. I hope you make your last dance this year in 2021. Hey, man, everything's good, brother. It's booked by what? I can't say the name, but I'm going to spell it out for you. P-C-Y-S-Y-S. That's the team, man, that booked this for you, brother. Love is good, man. Stay on top of the world, brother, like I did for the last dance. Uh, There's a little bit of the situation in there where it's just sort of like I hit these beats every single time. I have to say them in repetition. Uh, Brother, obviously, is the other word. Um, uh, Spelling out the name I was proud of, though. That's a a new method. By the way, what was that name? P-C-Y? P-C-Y? S-Y, I don't know. It's a company, I believe. Okay. Uh, Sysis. Uh, wildly bad. Uh, this is a very bad cameo. <laughs> this is not good at all. Yeah. Was he cooking? <laughs> no. He was, it sounded like I, he had like some pots and pans and spoons and no. he was flipping eggs. It's, and It's actually that's not. That's literally what I pictured in my head the whole time was him behind a burner right, and no, like he was no. like making flapjacks no, and also uh, grilling bacon. No, he's not doing any of those things. Okay. Actually, his... Look in the video is much more professional than the cameos come out. He also he has problems with uh, plurals. Did you notice that? 
No. Like he'll say some good lucks or oh. like he'll put plural on the words that are supposed to be singular and then sometimes singulars on the plurals. I mostly am wondering what all the audio issues are. Yeah, just because I, I really did hear kitchen noises. Right. I think it's a far away camera. It's a little okay. far. And it's a bare kind of like uh, industrial condo. I got it. So I think right. you're getting okay. a little bit of the echo off the pots and pans. Okay. That's what I think you're getting. Okay. Because, uh, you know, Dennis Rodman's house is filled with pots and of pans. Of course, of course, yeah. Just head He's to now toe. a chef. Head to toe. Yeah, it's like Emerald. Um, okay, so Dennis Rodman, $750, 37 reviews, a dismal 4.5 star rating, four-day turnaround. Where are you? Okay. I think $750 is too much. Yes. He's very famous. Very famous. I can see him being exactly what I thought he was originally, around $500. Mm-hmm. What I appreciate about him is I feel like he's really trying. Yes. I, I think he's putting in um, emotional and mental effort into these cameos. Mm-hmm. He is trying, he's coming across as sincere. He's coming across as genuine. People are asking him to do things that maybe aren't necessarily in his wheelhouse. Like the people who asked him to give marriage or love advice, I'm a little like, I think it was. I do think it was a joke. And maybe, you know, some people aren't, he's not, he may not be very funny. Right. So like he could have turned it into a joke. Like here are some things I did. You know, here here's what not to do in a marriage. And then he could have listed 10 horrible things. That's a little too Chris Klein for Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I think with what he's being given, he, I appreciate that he is putting in a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with his extreme level of fame, his uh, the amount of effort and time he's putting into it, that last one, although we couldn't understand part of it, that right. last one, was it was a long cameo. Yeah, mostly brother, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's him relating. I think that's probably how he talks okay. to people in real life. I would say, I would say he, sh- he could easily charge $500 for what those cameos are. Okay. All right. Go fill the fit. Uh, I... I'm going to tell you something. I didn't want you, I didn't want it to like affect the rating. Okay. I found a lot of old cameos of Dennis Rodman mm-hmm. where I think a lot of his 4.5 star rating came from. Okay. Which was like, he would be smoking a cigar on the back patio of like a fish taco restaurant. Someone would record him for his cameo and he'd be like, what's up brother? Happy birthday. And then it would end. <gasps> and that'd be it. That would be it. So I think Dennis saw his ratings and started to, funny enough, you caught on to it, try to relate to people and make them a little longer. He doesn't have much to say. Right. But he wanted to make them a little longer. So I think that you're seeing the adjustment yeah. from maybe something he did a lot more Dennis Rodman-esque at the beginning of being on Cameo. Now, I have some personal experience of paying Dennis Rodman for things. Okay. When I was a kid, one of the ways my father and I bonded, and I've told you this many times, was to go to baseball card shows. Yes. And some of the best memories in my life are from those times. Very fun, very nice. And one of the times, I mean, a lot of times, my dad would put down money to get autographs from the baseball players and basketball players that were there. Tons of terrible investments during that time, like a $35 autograph from Jose Canseco, which at the time is a lot of money. Now you're $35. It's not a very expensive autograph. But, you know, we spent like uh, $40 on Ruben Sierra, baseball players that we never should have. Mark McGuire, who, you know, ended up being a steroid junkie. But we did pay $60 for me to meet Dennis Rodman. Wow. And I, I had a starting lineup figure, which are like these little action figures of sports stars. I had that signed by Dennis Rodman. Uh, he was in a Spurs jersey, so this is early in his career. And uh, I, I walked up, and I think I might have a picture while he's signing it of me looking at the camera, my dad like, scared, right. teeth crunched. Um, and 
because I, of the $60 he just spent. Yeah, I was like, yeah. why did we spend that much? Oh, I, I'm very nervous about money at that age. I'm, I'm figuring out where the next meal will come from. No, I'm nervous because I, I, I'm scared he's going to talk to me. I think he was with maybe Carmen Electra or some attractive model um, just behind a table. And I felt that at that time, I didn't see a problem with $60 to get an autograph. Inflation-wise, that might get us into the $300, $400 range for even just a message with your name on it. Yeah. I think... 750 is ridiculous. I think the cameos are terrible. I think he is $300. Okay. I think $300 with these videos is in line. It is low for someone very famous. Dennis Rodman might be one of the more famous people we've ever covered. That's what I'm saying. So $300 is low for how famous he is. And I think the cameos are that bad. I don't think that works that way. Yeah, I think it's that. I genuinely think it's that terrible. All right. You say 300. I'm sticking with 500. Okay. Uh, Well, let's move on to our third and final celebrity. We're going from someone so well known to probably the least famous person we've ever covered on the show. Mm. His name is Greg Berg. And he's a voice actor. Okay. All right. And he sells his cameos for $30. All right. Uh, Five reviews. How many stars do you have? Five. He has five stars. Okay. Okay. 13 hour turnaround. Now, uh, he has worked on tons of projects. I'd actually like for him to tell you uh, the things that he's worked on here in his intro. Hi, I'm Greg Berg, voice actor and sound-alike talent. You might have heard my voices on Jim Henson's original Muppet Baby cartoon show as Baby Fuzzy Bear, the Baby Tested Jokes, Waka Waka. Or Baby Scooter, he worked on the computer all the time and was the smart one. If you watch Yo Yogi, I was young Huckleberry Hound. Teenager Huckleberry Hound, that is. And also on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' original cartoon, I was the voice alternative for Donatello, the purple turtle, and Bebop, the villain. Oh, get turtles. So here we are in Cameo. If you have a sound-alike or a parody voice you'd like me to do, check us out right here. Okay. Uh, his most famous voice appears to be Muppet Babies Fozzie. Yeah. All right, that's the big one. Now, I didn't know what a voice alternative was. I don't either. That is pre-COVID. That was if someone can't make it, that he has to step in. Okay. So he only did seven episodes of uh, Ninja Turtles, where he was the- uh, Donatello. Yeah. And and that's because the other guy must have went on vacation or something, and they had to tape. Mm. Uh, Some others that I found online, because like I said, he's worked a lot. He was a voice in a TV commercial that was on a TV in Married with Children. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. The voiceover actor on just, a TV. Just yeah. on the TV, right. Mm-hmm. He was the robot refrigerator on Garfield and Friends. He was a robot voice on Who's the Boss. But he also does voice matching, which is a large part of his career, it sounds like. He must be for ADR for yeah. afterwards. He's done it for Harvey Keitel. He did it for Robert De Niro in Heat, which is crazy. Mm. He's done video games, background voices. He's a working man, which we don't do much here on the show. This is like blue-collar cameo. This is someone who's not necessarily famous, but does a lot of work and is just in the business. Great. Okay. So let's start with a holiday message for someone who isn't able to come home this year, and it requests his biggest role. Hi, I'm Greg Berg, the voice of cartoon Muppet Baby Fozzie Bear, and here's the bear now. Okay. Now, I do want to tell you, he holds up a Fozzie Bear stuffed animal, Muppet Babies, the one I had as a child. The one that's in Adler's room? Yes. We currently have a, a Muppet Baby Fozzie Bear stuffed animal in Adler's room from my childhood. That's what he holds up. How cute. That is very cute. Uh, here is the rest of that clip. And I love, by the way, voice actors that hold it up. Yeah. You know, I love that method. So let's keep it going. Hey, waka, waka, waka. Okay. Uh, first off, this is for Brian Wyrostic. And it comes from Zach because he knew you couldn't make it home this year for Christmas and the holidays. So uh, 
Happy Christmas and Merry New Year. Okay, uh, here's a seasonal joke. What do you call a snowman in the summer? Give up? A puddle. <laughs> okay, I can relate with you because uh, I had to stay in the nursery for such a long time. And we had our books, our games, our computer, our music to keep us busy. So uh, remember our motto, Muppet Babies, we make our dreams come true. Goodbye, stranger. It's been nice. Hope you find your paradise. Wait a minute. Where did those words come from? Ah, uh, anyway. Happy holidays. Waka, waka, waka. I don't think he remembered the words to the theme, but he really committed. Also, the voice isn't that much different than his real voice, is it? I know. I was surprised. Most of his voices are really close to his normal voice. I mean, that makes life easy. I, very easy. I almost feel like I missed my calling. Um, all right. So his second clip here, a lot of Greg Berg's work is minute. You know what I mean? It's it, it's important, but very small. Okay. okay. So like in the movie Flight Plan, uh, he's the voice of passengers not seen on screen. Oh. So that's that's a, that's like a job. Like he's all the off-camera people. That's right. right. That's a job. Uh, but you'd have to be like a super fan to care. Like right. You'd have to love that movie. Like right. if someone told me they were the pizza delivery guy in the Burbs, I'd be thrilled, but like no one else would care. Mm-hmm. And he's that person's even on camera. Right. Okay. The second message is for a fan of a TV show called Sliders with friend of the show, Jerry O'Connell. In this one, he actually holds up some printed pictures of the characters he does before he gets into Sliders, which is a nice touch. Okay. Uh, but here's that clip. Hi, I'm Greg Berg. I'm a multiple voice actor, and I'm sending this shout out to Kurt Bergeron and all the fans of Sliders because they happen to be heard in one of the episodes, and I'll tell you about that in a bit. But you also heard me in Jim Henson's Muppet Baby cartoon show as Baby Fuzzy Bear, the bear that tells the jokes. Waka, waka, waka. Or another cartoon was called Yo Yogi, where I was the young Huckleberry Hound, the laid-back hound dog. Or if you played video games a lot and played Monsters, Inc. video game, I was fungus. Uh, Okay, everybody, get to work. Come on, come on. And now on Sliders, there was an episode where the main characters were doing a scene, and in the background, they were watching a TV show of Gilligan's Island. Well, in this weird world, Gilligan was in charge of the island, and the skipper was his assistant. So I figured Bob Denver sounded like this, because he always sounded like he had a little rhythm to his voice, and that he was always out of breath whenever he said stuff. So uh, that's how I did it, and thanks for watching. Okay. This person bought a cameo because they were a Sliders fan, and he was the voice of Gilligan on a TV screen in the show in one episode. Wow. And then he didn't even do the voice of no, Gilligan. He did. Oh. That's that's his. Uh, that's that it. His, that was, I know. Okay. A lot of his voices wow. sound a lot like his voice, which again makes me think I've picked the wrong career because I have a Muppety voice like he does. I right. easily just could be like, and this is Fozzie, and right. this is Gilligan. And right. this, like, I, it's very, they're all just my normal voice, just with a little bit of a different speed yeah. to it. All right, Greg Burke. All right. Uh, that's wild, though. You yeah. can be a voice on a TV show once, and someone will pay you. Five people, at least. Yeah, at least $30 uh, to do it. This uh, third clip, is, the last one, is for a 50th birthday, another Fozzie fan, and you have to applaud some of the work that goes into these things. Hi, Amanda. I'm Greg Berg, the voice of animated Muppet Baby Fozzie Bear, and here's the bear himself. <laughs> hiya, hiya, hiya. Okay, this is for you. Happy 50th to you. Happy 50th to you. Happy 50th, Amanda. And your beautiful red hair, too. <laughs> Olivia told me all about it. Anyway, before I go, I have to do this one. Why did the man put a sweater on a hot dog? Because it was a chili dog. Waka, waka, waka. 
Okay. So I, <laughs> you look disgusted. No, no, not okay. disgusted. He writes different Fozzie jokes for each cameo, all right, which I'm sure is just Googling bad jokes. But I pulled a couple more. Can I play you just a couple of the jokes? Yes, please. Okay, here's one. How do you fix a broken pumpkin? Don't know? With a pumpkin patch. Waka, waka, waka. Uh, here's another one. How do cows get entertainment? They go to the movies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, here's one last one. Do you know what did the mother spider say to the baby spider? You spend too much time on the web. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> so, I don't know. What do you think? I'm surprised more people don't ask him to do voice matching. Yeah. Because obviously Foz, Baby Fozzie is going to be his most popular character. Because yes, right. that's there. I can see there being a lot of fans of that. Mm-hmm. But like if I were researching that and then I discovered, oh my gosh, he can also send me a message as Harvey Keitel. Right. Yeah. Or or like if I wanted to be like, could you like think of someone who sounds kind of like Harvey Keitel mm-hmm. and be like, why don't you, could you send me a message as this person? That is like, that's a cool talent. He's Voice matching is cool. Yeah. He's willing to do it. It does. It does make for a strange thing on Cameo because you have to then see this kind of middle-aged man doing the voice, but he could always hold up a picture. Exactly. The picture hold up thing's cool. Mm -hmm. So I'm surprised that there's... um, Mostly just cartoon voices that are a little bit different than his real voice. (laughs) Just just this much different. a little bit. I thought to be a voice actor, you had to be like, you know, a man of many voices. He has that, but it's really a man of many pitches. Which, by the way, like I'm saying, great. Like, Still a thing. Yeah, totally still a thing. I I couldn't do that. I couldn't do his voice. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Waka waka. Okay. $30 to Greg Berg, voice actor. Uh, I I, I want to know what you think, I guess, as to five reviews, five stars, 13-hour uh, turnaround. You know, I have a hard time when we get down into the $30 range mm-hmm. because I think to myself, how could I possibly say he should be any less than $30? He's doing some work for sure. He's definitely working. Um, and he is he is the famous voice of Baby Fozzie. Right. Even hearing you say that makes me laugh. <laughs> I think he is right on target. Maybe five dollars too much. Yeah, I have him at twenty five. Well. Yeah, I think twenty five bucks. Okay, you know, but I'm not mad at thirty. He's working. Yeah, um, I mean, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. Okay. Well, uh, this week we seem very in tune on money. Yeah, uh, I did think obviously that Dennis Rodman was a lot less, but let's see if your skills continue in the cash game. First up, we have astronaut Terry Verts. Yeah, we're entering astronaut cameo. Wow. I, I mean, who knew? Okay. Uh, 60? He's $95. Okay. All right. From American Choppers, Paul Tootle Jr. Mm, 100. He's $99. Okay. Actress Virginia Madsen. Mm, yeah. Virginia Madsen. Big name. 125. She's $325. So I, wow. I will mark that one. Okay. Uh, wrestler Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Yeah. Didn't he have a heart attack? Ric Flair did. I think he's had more than one. But he's back on TV, so. Okay, great, right. good. Uh, 250? He's 500. Wow, okay. okay. $500. Actor Bruce Dern. We've talked about him yes. before. When he first entered, I told people maybe purchase it sooner than later. <laughs> 150. He's 200. Okay. Dodgers manager, the current manager of the team, Dave Roberts. Current Dodgers manager is <laughs> just like not busy, <laughs> just has, is on cameo. Okay. 200? He's 300. Wow. And then Rico the Porcupine. Mm. Mm-hmm. 25? Rico the Porcupine is $50. How? How? <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to okay. give you the three options of actress Virginia Madsen, 
uh, Wrestler Hall of Fame uh, member Ric Flair or Rico the Porcupine? Let's do Ric Flair, please. Ric Flair it is. You get that. I mean, it's going to be hard to not do Rico the Porcupine soon, though. Uh, We will be back next week. We have a very special uh, episode. Hopefully, I I feel like the next one, the two I've picked, add Ric Flair to that. And yeah. We have a banger next week. Okay, great. Uh, you can follow me at Jensen Carp on Twitter. I'm at Danielle Fischel on Twitter and Instagram. And please subscribe and rate and review wherever you can uh, for the show. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next week. So, thanks to the you know the acrobatics and elegance of quantum physics, thanks to a little cinemagic, if you will, from our friends here at Cameo. I'm obviously Nick Lachey. Big cheers and no fears forever. Conspiracy therapist. <laughs> That was so much fun. I hope you had fun too. Talking cheap.